Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. You know, I just thank God for, for being, being here. You know, the, the worship team, I go and get inspired by a lot of things. I listen to sermons, and all of a sudden, something will spark inside of me. I'll be watching the worship team, and, and all of a sudden, the words come up, and those words start hitting me. When I go through the fire, when I go through the fire, I will not be, you know, feel the flame. When I stand before the giant, I'm going to declare victory, and, and I'll take a picture, or I'll go and text it in, and I'll go home, and I'll start reading those things, just those words, and those words start to stir up inside of you. Stir up and it changes things because God has good things for you. Amen? Amen. Are you ready for a shift this year? Yeah. Are you ready for a shift and a change in your life? Yeah. See, God is changing. God is doing things. We're, we're multiplying. Hallelujah. God is bringing people in. They're getting saved and saved. But God is going to multiply in your life today. God is going to multiply in this next year. You know, we're going from 2019 to 2020. When I got saved in 1980, I thought Jesus would have been back by now and I'd be gone. But I'm still, hallelujah, going on. Amen. <laughs> Jesus is here in the midst of us. Amen. He's here. And God has some good things. You know, I, I just want to read a portion of scripture. Amen. It says in Jeremiah 29, 11, uh, uh, it says, for I know the plans that I have for you, says, declares the Lord. Plans to uh, prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to go and give you a hope and a future. And then you'll call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you and you will seek me when you, and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Amen. God has plans for you. You may have looked at 2019 and said, Man, I haven't had a lot of good things happen this year. Well, 2019 is not over. Hallelujah. This year is not over. And God has good things that he can do and change right now. Father, I pray the Spirit of God, do what only you can do, not by might nor by power. Activate your power and your provision. I break the enemy uh, uh, as he tries to do. I come against right now every demonic assignment that's come against our lives, every delay that's tried to come against our lives. This is our season. And I pray right now that you put inside every person right now the resurrection power. You return, Lord God. Oh, the dreams that have started to fail. I pray heal bodies right now in Jesus' name. The lost will be saved. Use us today, Lord. Use us. There's a, a place for us. And I say right now, Oh, that this word will not fall on deaf ears, but it will go and get inside our spirits and change us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You know, I want to preach, but I may pray some. I want to go and just let God have his way because I believe God has good things for you. God is building for the long haul. God is building for the long haul. Sometimes we, we get saved and we think the next day or two, it's going to be, boom, and I'm going to be there. <laughs> and we're not there yet. You know, we go and we, we go for, but God wants to build a long haul in you. So you can go from 1980 to 2020. Uh, so you can go over the years and you can still worship him and praise him and see all that he has for you. You can walk in a dimension. He is in there to build you strong. Amen. How many want to be stronger this next year than you do this, this year? Amen. 
There's a strength inside of you that God wants to do. It says in Psalms 92, 10, in the, in the New Living Translation, but you have made me strong as an ox, and you have anointed me with the finest oil. Amen. In another translation, it says, your anointing has made me strong and mighty, and you have empowered me for my life for triumph by pouring fresh oil over me. In the King James, it says, I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Hallelujah. God is about to put fresh oil over you. You might have just come to church today and been in that place where you, you, you just kind of came. You know, I've done so much over Christmas. Actually, I haven't, but I, I've done so much over Christmas. And now I just want to, and God says, I'm going to pour fresh oil over you. I'm going to pour this psalm. When you read this psalm, it says it's a, a song for the Sabbath. A song for the Sabbath. He says, I'm going to pour fresh oil over you. What is the Sabbath? The Sabbath is you coming from last week to this week. Or is a Sabbath, a time. And during that Sabbath, during that time, from, from during that last season to the next season, during that last period of time to the next period of time, there's a Sabbath. And in the midst of that Sabbath, he says, I'm going to pour fresh oil over you. That you can go to the next sex season in your life. That you can grow into that place in your life. A day of rest, but going to the next week. Going to the next week. We're going from 2019 to 2020. Hallelujah. We're going from where we are right now into something new. And God says, I'm about to pour fresh oil over you. You're going to wake up in the morning and feel the presence of God where you haven't. You're going to wake up and all of a sudden have strength like you haven't before. Because fresh oil from heaven is about to come down upon you. When you start to praise him, it's going to change. There's a transition happening right now. There's a transitioning in your spirit. A transitioning that you, you can say, you know what? I'm in a good place. You need to say right now, I'm in a good place. I'm in a good place. Well, some of you are. Amen. I'm going to continue to do the will of God. Amen. I'm going to continue to fulfill all that God has for me. I'm going to do those things because I am in a good place. I am here where I'm loved. I'm here where I hear the word of God from Pastor Gary. And as the word goes forth, it's changing me. Some of you changed a bunch in the last year. You know that? Some of you don't even realize it. You don't even realize how much you've changed, how much you aren't doing, how much you aren't fleshing out like you used to. I'm getting down there. You aren't, you aren't manifesting like you used to because the Spirit of God is starting to change you. It's changing you into a new person. It's taking, and we are in a transition where God's going to take you to the next level, where God's going to take you to a place where you haven't been before, and God's going to show you, ah, hallelujah, His anointing is going to pour out upon you. Amen. It says in Isaiah 54, verse 2, it says, Enlarge the place of your tent, and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare, lengthen your cords, and strengthen your stakes. He says, Enlarge the place of your tent, and let them stretch out the curtains. I believe there's a stretching that's going to go right now. A stretching out like you haven't seen. The word stretch means to enlarge. It means to go and um, to extend, to increase, expand. Amen. I expanded a little bit over Christmas, but I'll work on that. 
There's a new year. Amen. I'm going to change. In your spirit, you're about ready to expand. In your faith, you're about ready to expand. In your life, you're about ready to expand. Those things that you thought were over are not over. This year's not over yet. This year's not over yet. There's those things that are parts. It seems like things were broken. Things like, like things were hurting. And all of a sudden, God's going to start to put them together again. And you're going to be complete in your life. Amen? You're going to be complete. Restoration's coming. Restoration's coming. You were hurt. You were wounded, but restoration's coming. Your destiny is about to manifest. Some of you, you don't know what God has for you, and you're sitting there, but God's going to enlarge that and expand that and start to show you your destiny, your destiny over this year. And I thank God that as I look at it, I say, I'm in a transition. I'm going to go forward. I'm going to go things God put in you are going to start to manifest. Amen. We get in a place sometimes where we wonder, we don't see what God's put in us. But God's going to say, I put stuff in you. I put stuff in you to pull down and tear down, to build and to destroy. I, I want you to enlarge. I want you to go to another place. See, we don't come just to church to go and listen to words, but we come to do things for God. Do things for God. God told Moses in Exodus 14, he said, lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. He's saying, stretch out your hand. Stretch out your hand, God told him. That was dealing with the authority. God's given you authority. Authority to go and stretch it out over the sea and split the sea. Those things that have stood before you, those walls that have stood before you, God says, stretch out your hand. Stretch it out. See, the supernatural gives us a divine advantage. It gives us a divine advantage. Most people just have to walk in the natural. But if you'll understand the authority, if you'll understand who you are in Christ, in Christ, and you understand what he's given you and the authority he's given you, you're going to change things because you'll step into the supernatural. You'll step in. You won't come and just say, Pastor, pray for me. No, you'll just look at that giant and you say, be gone. You'll look at the water and you'll say, divide. In that same chapter, God tells Moses, stretch out your hand and pull the waters in. What that tells me is there's times that God's going to have you Use your authority to push those things away that the devil tries to come against you with. Those walls that are there, he's going to give you to pull. But then he's going to say, pull. So you can push away, and then you can pull in the things of God, the plan of God, the purpose of God, that you can walk in authority like you've never walked in before. That's for you. That's for you to walk in, to speak to your kids and say, when they're coughing and, and their ear aches and different, you can say, be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed. When you can look at a situation that looks like it's an impossibility, that you're backed up against the wall, divide that I can walk through, that I can walk through. When you look at your bills and you look at those different things and you say, I don't know how to make it, and you, you pull in, you say, I call money in to pay for our needs because my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. And you go and you start standing and you're walking. See, God's going to take you from 2019 to 2020. 
And you have to understand your authority. You have to understand the first thing. If you want to walk in that future that he has, understand your authority. Understand your authority. God will give you authority, give you power to quit those things that are a bondage in your life. Amen. You say, I've tried to get over this, and I can't. I remember praying for a woman. She came up. She said, I want to get delivered of cigarettes. I want to get delivered. Here, take them. <laughs> she gave them to her. I don't want them. No, she said, them. <laughs> she said, here, take them. She threw them at the altar. I prayed for her. She goes, oh, thank you, thank you. She went back at the end of the service. They told me the next week. Her husband said, yeah, she went out the door and said, drive me to a store. <laughs> drive me to a store. She went and bought more cigarettes. I said, you should have just kept the ones you had. <laughs> See, God wants to bring you freedom. He'll give you authority that you can have freedom. He'll give you dominion that you can be set free from these different things, set free from pornography. Gets quiet. Get set free from the things your eyes are looking at. When you should say, no, nah, I better not look at that. When the Spirit of God wants to rise up in you because He wants to take you to a whole new level. He wants to take you to a new level in Him, a new level to walk in Him and show you what you can have in Him. Some of you have spent 11 months and 29 days and you're still saying, I don't see anything yet. I don't see the change yet. The year's not over. I don't see the change yet. I'm in this place. See, life stops you sometimes from, from going forward in the will of God. Things happen. You start doing things. You make bad decisions. Anybody ever make a bad decision? Yeah. <laughs> I'm speaking to me. It starts to stop you. You start doing the wrong thing, saying the wrong thing. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that. And you tried grabbing it. And it's already out there. But God's going to give you authority this year. God's going to change you right now. And, and you get in a place where, what do you see? What do you see in your life? What do you see when, when God wants to do something with you? I remember hearing a story about Joel Osteen. He was talking about an old farmer. And this old farmer, he, he had a nephew that went away when he was young, went to college, became a scientist. He hadn't seen him in years and years, and he came to visit him. And as he came to visit him, the, the farmer said, let's go camping. So they went out, <coughs> excuse me, they went out to go camping. They set up their tent. They went, and as they set up their tent, they sat around the campfire that night just talking and everything else, went to bed. And about 3 o'clock in the morning, this, this farmer goes and, wakes up, and he wakes up the young nephew, and he says, what do you see? And the young nephew looks up, and he says, wow, I see millions of stars. Look at them all, just up there everywhere. I bet there's galaxies and universes and all kinds of things that I never even knew were there. He says, yeah, but what do you see? Well, I see the constellations. There's the little dipper and the big dipper and Ursula Major and the great bear. Wow. He, you know, and here he is, a scientist, and he's looking at this, and he says, yeah, but what do you see? He says, I see there must be a God whose hand that spans the universe and who's there over all of it, who's placed those stars and all the falling stars. <coughs> all the falling stars are, are there. 
And the young man turns and he said, what do you see? He said, I see someone must have stole our tent. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You know, you can go through life. You can go through life and, and all you see is, someone stole my tent. Instead of seeing the God that created the world. Instead of seeing all that he has for you and all that he's done over the last year for you, you say, someone stole my tent. God doesn't want you to look that way anymore. God wants you to look and see what he has for you this next year. You aren't seeing what God, sometimes we don't see clearly. We don't see, everything looks blurry. But I believe this year God's going to start to open eyes. Open eyes. I was praying about a month ago and God said, eh. He said, this year, I'm going to give people a 2020 vision. I'm going to open their eyes so those things that seem confusing, those things that seem like they can't see, they don't know, they don't, I'm going to open their eyes to what I have for them. I'm going to open their eyes to, to everything in their life. Amen. See, we can start to see clearly because when we don't see clearly, we lose mobility. We go for months, and we say, oh, yeah, I'll go to church again. We start, instead of stepping into the plan of God, instead of stepping into the purpose of God, instead of walking in that place, amen, we need to see that God is with us, that our eyes, I say, be enlightened right now. Eyes be enlightened that we might see the hope of his calling, that we might see the exceeding riches of, of his inheritance that he has for the saints, that we might see... <coughs> The, the exceeding power that he has for us, that he did when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand. God, let our eyes be opened right now. Let our eyes be open that we can see these things. See, sometimes we don't see that God's moving behind the scenes. When the angel told Mary, you're going to bear a son. His name's going to be Jesus. She had to say yes. But at that time, the wise men started coming to her. When God told Moses, take your son, go up on Mount Moriah, sacrifice him. He didn't see a ram going up the other side. God bringing a ram. He didn't see the sacrifice until he got up there. And the ram met him at that place. When God told Elijah, go down to the brook, go down to the brook, and he goes down to the brook and it's drying up and all of a sudden he's in a dry place. God caused ravens to come and feed him. When God went and spoke to Moses and called him, and you're going to be the children to bring the children of Israel out of, out of bondage, God prepared Pharaoh to raise him up into that place of leadership, into that place of authority. See, we don't see lots of times what God's doing. The supernatural is working behind your scenes right now. It might be 11 months, it might be, but the supernatural is working right now for you. Right now, God has things for you right now in your life. God has things that he wants to do. Favor, wisdom, power, and anointing, it's there. The devil wants to shut you down, but God says, no, I have things for you. I have things for you. Don't take for granted what God's done this last year. Don't take for granted those things. Amen. Peace is in your life. Peace in the midst of the storm. He'll give you peace. He'll give you strength. He'll give you authority. <coughs> Hallelujah.
you're going to get it while I have my voice. I command it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So what, you know, nothing's going to stop your peace. Nothing can stop your peace. That person talking about you isn't going to take your peace. You say, devil, you cannot take my peace. That bad report that you got from the doctor is not going to take your peace. Right now, your children acting up isn't going to take your peace in the name of Jesus. Because where we live now, we live in a place that's seated above. He says he's called us to see above, walk in that place, walk in a dimension that's greater. And Jesus in Christ, he's elevated us above. He's elevated us, amen, that we can get above those storms. Can you say amen? Amen. amen. See, you need to start to speak to your storm. You need to activate what God has put inside of you. You need to activate it. It comes from speaking it. Amen. You, you can have the word of God. You can have a Bible in your house sitting right out there that you trip over. You can read the word of God. I believe you can read the word of God. But you need to activate it by taking the word of God and starting to speak the word of God over your situation. Speaking the word of God. Speaking what God puts inside of you. Speaking those things. You can speak a new tomorrow into your life. Hey, you can speak a new tomorrow before the end of the year. You can speak, it says in Job 22, 28, says, you will also declare a thing and it will be established for you. So light will shine on your ways and a state of quietness will come. You can get rest, a state of quietness, okay, because you start declaring, you start speaking, saying, no, the word of God doesn't say that. The word of God says this, and you start taking the word of God and speaking it. Amen. That's why Paul can say, for me to live is Christ, to die is gain. He's getting ready to get killed. He said, I have peace. I have peace. He says in Acts 20, none of these things will move me. See, God wants to take you in a place where none of these things move you. When all of a sudden you're in your trial and you just say, oh, I give up. And you can stand. Paul's hearing, oh, you're going to go to every city, and you're going to be tormented and imprisoned, and you're going to be tortured, and all these things are going to happen to you. He's, None of these things are going to move me, Paul says. I will not be moved. I will not be moved by, by financial hardship. I will not be moved by, by pain in my body. I will not be moved by being imprisoned here. I will, not, I will serve the Lord in the midst of this. Amen. See, we, we have to get in the place where we start speaking. I will not be moved. You have dreams that have started to go. Dreams that you say, is this ever going to happen? I speak life into those dreams right now in Jesus' name. I speak you waking up tomorrow morning and that dream's starting to burn inside of you. I speak when you drive down the road, God starts seeing your dream and your dream coming alive once again. And you start praising like never before because he's still there in the midst for your dream. Your dream is not over. This year is not over. I speak that dream right now in Jesus' name. I command it to come alive 
and you respond. You will respond to the word of God. You will respond under the reign of God that you say, I am in Christ and I am under Christ and I am walking in it right now in Jesus' name. And that dream is coming alive once again where you start to move things instead of things starting to move you. You say no to that right now in Jesus' name. See, you need to download in your spirit. You know, we, we're in a computer age where we download things. We need to download joy right now in our spirit. Download peace in our spirit. Download authority in our spirit. The fresh oil of God is going to come over you as you say, I receive the joy of God in the midst of my trial. And I say, yes, ha, ha, ha. Yes, I serve God. Yes, ha, ha, ha. Devil, is that the best you got? None of these things are going to move me, devil, because I stand in Christ right now in Jesus name and I walk in his authority and I say be gone right now in the name of Jesus hallelujah so you stand in that and you start to rise above you start to rise up once again uh, yes you, you know what you are you aren't going to just get it today and lose it tomorrow Hallelujah. I, I don't preach so you can just get it today and lose it tomorrow. I preach so you get it today and tomorrow you wake up and say, what's different? Something's different. Something's changing. I'm going to keep this. Amen. Sometimes people get healed in a service. They get healed in their body. And what happens is, is the next day the devil tries to bring back a pain, tries to bring back something. And they can change and they can say one thing or another. They can say, well, I guess I was not healed. I guess it didn't happen. And they can say, no, devil, I receive it and I keep it. I keep it right now. I stand in it right now. And watch what God does. And I've seen it over and over, over and over, where people all of a sudden get healed and, and the devil comes back and they stand. They say, nope. This has to go. This has to go right now. It has to leave right now in Jesus' name. And they stand and their healing stands. See, there's a new dimension God wants to do for you this next year. There's, this year isn't over. There's a new dimension. The Bible says in Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon that's formed against you will prosper. Every tongue that rises against you in judgment you shall condemn, for this is the heritage of the saints of the Lord. This is your heritage that you can say, no, those weapons that are against me. I might have got beat up for 11 months and 29 days, but in 11 months and 30 days, it's different. It's different. It's different right now. It's different. It's changed. God has something for me. See, it says in, uh, it says in Philippians 3, it says, not that I've already attained or I'm already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has laid hold of me. Brethren, I don't count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press towards the goal of the prize of the upward call in God in Christ Jesus. See, I haven't attained it yet. And you might be saying, I, you have, you know, I haven't attained it too. But this one thing I do, I forget those things that are behind. I forget my failures this last year. I don't let the devil keep me in that. I forget, I forget the, the, I didn't meet up. I didn't do what I wanted to do. He says here in Philippians, he says, I press towards the mark of the high call in Christ Jesus. I forget those things that are behind. I forget the good. I forget the bad. I forget it all. I say this is a new day. 
and I'm going to press into what God has for me. I'm going to press in to being in Christ. See, half the battle is showing up, and you showed up this morning. Half the battle is showing up because when you show up, it's where God can go and get something to you. Half the battles when you're going through your trial and, and all of a sudden there's an assault in your mind, an assault in your life, and you say, oh, I don't know. No, you just say, I press in. I press in. I forget those things. The woman with an issue of blood, what does she do? She, said, she, she spent all her money. She was in an issue, and she just pressed through the crowd. She said, I'm going to show up. I'm going to show up. See, you and I need to say, I'm showing up. I'm going to show up so God can put something in me. I'm going to show up so this situation can change. See, that's half your battle. Because when you show up and you open up, God can come down and say, I have something new for you. I can set you free in a moment of time. I can give you 2020 vision right now. I can clear things up. You know, when I first got saved... When I was young, I, I had, when I was a kid, I had 25-75 vision. I could, I could see the big letter and the next two, and that was it. And I had these glasses that were real thick and, and all. And I was sitting in a service after I got saved. I was 20-something years old. <laughs> sitting in a service. I'd lost my glasses riding a motorcycle. Never bought them because I was just, who needs them? I can read Budweiser, you know. <laughs> so, so I never bought glasses, but I couldn't see. Didn't read, you know. I don't read. I looked at the pictures, you know. So I was sitting in service, and a preacher was preaching, and he said, God's healing somebody's eyes right over here. And he pointed in my direction. And I looked up, and the Bose speaker had a little emblem on it, and that little Bose emblem went boom, crystal clear. I go, I'll take that. Serious. I mean, you may not have seen miracles, you may not have believed miracles, but God healed me just like that. I went back to the doctor. I went to the doctor after, you know, a while. I went to a doctor actually when we moved to Chula Vista. And I had my eyes operated on when I was young, all kinds of things. He tested my eyes. He said, you have 2010 vision. Better than 2020. When God touches you. Yeah. I was, I was here. This was like 25 years ago. And all of a sudden, boom, 20 years ago, my, my eyes are clear. He goes, I can see where they operated. I can see I told him the, the disease I had when I was young and everything about it. He said, I can see what they did. And I told him what the doctors did trying to get my vision better. He said to me, he says, I got to tell you something. The first five years of my practice, I treated those amblyopia patients with what you had. He says, I had over 5,000 of them. He said, I'll put you in the top five. He says, God did a miracle. God did a miracle. See, God can do a miracle for you today. He can give you 2020. He can give you 2010 vision. Not until I got to be after 50 and I started reading a lot and computers and nighttime and all of that that all of a sudden my, but I'm believing that to go away too. Amen? Amen. 
Because still now the doctors say, I can't do any weaker prescription on your glasses. He said, it's there. He said, it's just your eyes are good. See, God's a miracle worker. 2019 might be over, but 2020 is coming. And this year isn't over. Amen? You need to receive it. You need to receive it when it comes. You need to receive it and say, I will take that. I will step out into that. I will move in that. Every satanic harassment in my life, I change right now in the name of Jesus. My mind is clear. My soul is being renewed by the Spirit of God right now in Jesus' name. I guard my mind with the Word of God. I change. I say, let my eyes of the Spirit be enlightened right now. Those things that... that come to contend with me. God, you say you will contend. God will contend with those things that come against you right now. God will move in your behalf right now. There's a fresh wind of the Spirit that's going to come upon you right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, that there's nothing that's going to move you. Nothing's going to move you in your life. That you'll take your authority, you'll speak to the storm, and a shift will happen. A shift over your finances. A shift over those things in your life. A shift to change right now in the name of Jesus right now. Your children are coming back to the Lord right now. The finances are coming right now. Your body's being healed right now. In Jesus' name, I speak to pain to go. I speak infirmity to go right now. In Jesus' name, I praise you, Father. I praise you, Father, for what you're doing. I praise you, Father, that you're touching right now. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. See, you get in this place where where your mind gets cluttered, and when your mind gets cluttered, you can't think straight. You can't think all of a sudden, no, I praise you, Father. I'm taking your word, and I'm starting to speak it. I'm starting to pray it out. You get cluttered in your mind, and then what, what happens is you don't see. When you get in that place, you need to start to praise. You need to start to praise. When we praise in service, you need to learn to praise and start to lift up and praise. It says in Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 17, Though the fig tree may not blossom or fruit be on the vines, though the labor of the olive may fail, though the field yield no fruit, though the flock may be out from the fold, though there be no herd in the, in the stalls, yet, 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 I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. You come to the place. I don't care what's happening around me. I'm still going to praise you, Father. I'm going to lift my hands to you, Father. I don't care right now. I'm going to take that that garment of heaviness or that garment of heaviness and I'm going to put on a garment of praise in the middle. I'm not going to carry around the heaviness anymore. Devil doesn't understand you when you start praising God. Devil doesn't understand you because he can't figure out, man, I've hit them with this and they're still worshiping him. I've hit them with this and they're still lifting their hands. He doesn't, don't let the enemy pull you out of your praise. When you're in the midst of your trial, all you can do is turn and praise right then and change will come. Praise God. You worship God in the pain. You worship God under pressure. You worship God when all things look cloudy and you just start worshiping him and you say, God, and you go, I'm not used to lifting my hands. Just go a little bit. <laughs> Try a little bit. Start to say, until the place that you're going, God, I thank you. 
I thank you for everything, no matter what I'm going through. I praise God. I praise God for over everything. Your marriage might not be going good. Praise God. Praise him, not for everything, but in everything. Praise God when there's no money in the bank. Praise him and say, I know that you will supply all my needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. I thank you and I praise you right now. I give you glory. See, some of you have lived under the voice of the accuser, lived under the place of shame, lived under that place. And right now, we silence the voice of the accuser. I silence the voice. I say right now in the name of Jesus, I silence the voice of the accuser over people right now in Jesus' name. Those assaults that have come to your mind, I command them to come down. We silence those things. Your mind is free. Your spirit is free. Your soul is being renewed right now. In the name of Jesus, be free. Be free. Be free right now. See, your past doesn't define you. Your past, the only thing in your past that's going to define you is you getting saved. Hallelujah. Because that changes everything. That will change your future as you go and you understand, I've tried this, I've tried this. Well, God will go and start to move things and doors are going to start to open for you. God will shut the doors of the demonic. He'll open up doors for your future right now. In this year, in this year, he's going to change you. Don't question things. Just trust him. Don't question things, just trust Him. Get in the place. Don't let your mind mess with you anymore. Sometimes we let our mind mess with us, and we have to just say, no, mind, you're not going to mess with me anymore. You aren't going to lie to me. You aren't going to come in that place. See your future state. He says, I have a plan for you and a future for you. Hope. I have joy for you. I have peace for you. I can break those things. God is bigger than cancer. God is bigger than that person that's coming against you. God is bigger than those bills. God is bigger than the enemy. God is bigger than that mountain. And I call to the deep right now. I call to that thing inside of you. When you started to trust God, I call the deep to rise up and your faith to rise up that God is on your side and God is going to do a powerful thing this year. As you keep your mind on Christ, as you focus on Christ and not focus on these other things, I break everything that's come against you. Everything that you've established out of ignorance and, and out of wrong saying and wrong weariness in your soul. Those things, I break those right now in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father. I say by the blood of Jesus, everything come out right. Be changed right now. Lord, I seal this. I seal this by the blood of Jesus. I thank you, Father, for what you're going to do. See, 2019 is not over. There's three days left. And a lot can happen in three days. A lot can happen in three days. You know, Jesus got killed and went to hell. And three days later, rose. Rose. Those things in three days can change. You say, but it's December 29th. That's okay. Three days, you've gone through hell all year. Three days, your situation can change because we serve a God who's real today and a God that wants to touch you today and a God that wants to help you today. Amen? Every struggle, every situation, every stronghold, every imagination is pulled down right now in Jesus' name. You might be in here and your mind is, seems like it's just been tormented with all these things. I break it right now. Father, let peace and come. 
Let joy come. Let strength come. Let them know their authority right now. Show them, Lord God. Like you say in Isaiah 42, I will lead the blind by the way that they do not know. I will guide them in the paths that they do not know. And I will make darkness into light before them and the rugged places into plains. And these things I do for them, and I will not leave them or abandon them or, or, or undone. See, God is about ready to do something this morning. You say, I came to church, and I need a change. I came to church, and I went all year. Came to church. 2019 isn't over. Today's your day. You're here, and you need a healing. Today's your day. Your body can be made whole. Your body can be made whole in an instant of time. I've shared before, and I've seen, I've seen cancer leave instantly. I've seen eyes open up. I've seen people that couldn't walk, walk. Not because of me. Because behind the scenes, the supernatural is starting to work. And somebody says, I'll take that. I'll take that. And a change happened. I've seen marriages there. They were done. They were done, gone, over, getting a divorce. God do a miracle in one day. One day. Heal them. Start to work it out. Start to happen. There's things that we need to leave in the past. Some of the things that we need to leave, we just say, ah, no, let it go. Because God has a plan for your future. God has a better plan for your future. See, I, I like this time. I like this time because I say, oh, I'm going to the next level. New Year's is coming, and I'm not going to say, oh, those old things, and start singing. No, I'm saying, no, let's do the new. Let's see God do new things. Let's see God start to multiply inside of me. I want to pray right now. Maybe you're in this place, and you've never accepted Jesus.